Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Here's your host. Alrighty, hello everybody and welcome to another edition. Was this our third or is this our fourth? I can't remember. Fourth? fourth? Uh-huh. Week four? Uh, to the crafting couple. Yep. Uh, I am Broodboy813, a.k.a. Ryan, or however you want to do that. And I'm with my lovely wife here, as always. Ashley, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fine. Can't get this breadstick in my mouth fast enough. How is that hungry Howie's breadstick? Fantastic. <laughs> Hashtag no regrets. Here I am. Hey, every spin instructor has their uh, guilty pleasures, right? Yeah, mine are white carbs, and it's terrible. <laughs> white carbs matter. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hopefully, everybody's laughing out there. <laughs> so, I want to kick this night off because we got a couple of craft beers to go through, and as well as um, a couple of really cool stories. So, we're going to get into it. But two of the craft beers that we have tonight are, are ones that I brewed. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you've heard the term wildfire IPA. I brewed another one. Uh, a couple weeks back, and it is ready and luscious and uh, hopefully not too flat. Oh, okay, well. good. Yeah, it's no, got it's some... fine. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. Perfect and beautiful. I don't like drinking flat beer, <clears throat> as I'm sure nobody likes drinking well, flat beer. As I'll explain, on the next beer that we have, I'm no longer bottling. Right. So no more sugar... No more sugar tablets, carbonation tablets, anything like that. I'll explain the process on on my next beer, but if this is a sound indicator right there. Uh-oh. <laughs> so Teaser. Cheers. Jalapeno IPA. Gosh, named after me. It's perfect. <laughs> and I really feel like this has probably been the best batch of this one because... Same ingredients, same yeah. level of everything, same level of uh, uh, the malt, but the jalapenos, I think this time, were a little bit spicier, and I think I even used some really big ones. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I'm not really getting the spice, but I'm really getting the nice jalapeno aftertaste. Mm. So, I could, so just, I could just have a mouthful of carbs right now, which is why I can't. Try it with the bread. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, that you was just so burped. bad. I'm so on, sorry. Excuse it's me. It's on record. That's terrible. It's on record. Gross. <laughs> wow. Hashtag weight carbs matter and then freaking burp. It just fail. <laughs> Burps matter. <laughs> it's so good. So yummy. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. You will know. taste the heat. You will taste the heat on the next one. But let's go ahead and jump yes. into it. Some news out of, uh, was it New York, I mm-hmm. think? Um, yep, Albany. New York, Albany, doing some big things. So really paving the way. And this story is called New York Craft Beer. Growing beer industry leads to farming boom. So the craft beer industry, as we know, not only growing in craft beer and craft beer breweries, but it's also growing different markets like farming. And so uh, what New York is doing is they're really encouraging farmers to contribute because uh, as this article says, you know, in the late 1800s, New York itself produced as much as 90% of the hops used in beer around the country. And um, that production was all but eliminated in the 1920s during Prohibition. So the, the whole industry that, that, you know, New York had for farming hops went by the wayside until about the last half decade. So now everything is coming back and basically... Uh, let's see here. There are some new laws, and this one is called the Farm Brewery Law, 
And the, the, the number of farm breweries in New York leaped from 45 in 2014 to 168 wow. this year. So in three years, you're talking a growth of about 123 uh, breweries, or excuse me, uh, farm farming uh, you know places where they grow grain, uh, all of your malts, your hops, things of that nature. The overall number of breweries and farms since 2014 in New York, 350. Wow, it's incredible. Wow, yeah, no that that's really 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 neat. And you know me, I love history, so I love the fact that you know New York used to be the supplier back in the late 1800s of all of their Throughout the U.S. Around the whole country. Yeah. Um, so I just I just think it's it's a really, really neat thing. And, like, I was kind of interested into what exactly <clears throat> this farm brewery, like, what is a a farm brewery? And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's... Um, so a farm brewery is basically defined right now as uh, a brewery itself. They have a license, but 20% of their ingredients... And 20% of their hops are uh, grown in the state of New York. Oh, awesome. So what these new laws are trying to do is actually increase that percentage to make it harder. Well, a little bit harder for the breweries to keep their license. But they have to incorporate over over the next – so in 2019, to keep their license to be a farm brewery, they have to have at least 60% of their beers from with local ingredients from the state of New York. Um, by 2024, 90% of the beer has to be uh, made from ingredients from within New York. So you're talking So hops. I wonder, but that's just to be considered a farm brewery or a brewery a farm, in general? A farm brewery, not a brewery okay. in general. Cool. There's a license, yeah. uh, which, you know what, this article didn't talk too much about the licensing of yeah. things. This article was uh, written, let me see if I can find the website here. I'll, I'll find it in a second, but uh, it didn't go too much into what why you would want to have it yeah. as a farm brewery. But I think a lot of people like to shop at mom and pop shops. For a sure. lot of people that are craft beer fans, they really enjoy the fact that everything is uh, made by a brewer. Well, why not enjoy the fact that everything that you're drinking also comes from people that make it within your own state. You're right. talking, you know, you, you don't eat fish 25 miles or what, what's the 50 miles off the ocean or something like that. So you're talking local, fresh, ingredients hops homegrown in your hometown you're yeah. talking distinctive flavors in malt grain um you're talking distinctive flavors in the different types of hops different variations and plus in a way you're really centralizing what beer is brewed in the state of new york because people outside the state of new york you know they're going to be hard pressed to get these ingredients because yeah. new york has to supply yeah it. i think it's really cool <clears throat> i think it's i think it's a neat little <clears throat> so Word up to New York and uh, maybe, I don't know. I, I know that uh, Florida is experiencing uh, some hop growth. Uh, I don't know of any other uh, states at the moment that are trying to do the same thing that New York is doing. Plus, I don't know if the temperature, I know we get really hot temperatures here in Florida during, during summer months, but you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, or I wonder what the average temperature is or the best temperature is to grow hops because you know, we get citrus down here perfectly, yeah. but maybe citra hops. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, uh, moving right along, this one's kind of close to home for me, even though we're going to go all the way to the, the, the West Coast here. BJ's Brew House, uh, a restaurant brew house chain, has come up with a new plan. They've partnered with a company called DoorDash. Now, I've never heard of DoorDash. Nor have I. It probably must be a West Coast thing. 
I mean, I, I could assume they got the name because of like ding dong dashing or something like that. That's called, they call no. it? It's called ding dong ditch. Oh, ding dong ditching. Oh, it's been <laughs> ding years. dong dashing. <laughs> I'm gonna start a new trend. Ding dong dashing. I thought it was ding dong dashing. No, love. It's called ding dong ditch. <laughs> ding dong ditch. It's been oh. years since I've ding dong dashed. No wonder. <laughs> Probably was like fourteen, so what's that? Sixteen years since I've done it. We'll have to teach the kids when they get older. I was too much of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this story, why I, why I love it so much, is because I actually, uh, when I was younger, uh, used to work for this company as well as uh, Donnie in our younger years. That's actually how I met Donnie. So oh, yeah, I think I thought out of you BJ's. knew that. Oh, no. we weren't that good at our job. Um, I'm sure, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. So. Uh, but the one here in, in Citrus Park area. But this is really cool because now you can order your favorite food. And this company, DoorDash, will bring it to you so you can get your... Uh, um, they, they make really good flatbreads. They make the bazookis that are really good. Their avocado egg rolls are dope. Fantastic. My favorite, though, the Parmesan-crusted chicken. Yeah, that's delicious. With the sun-dried tomatoes. And, and extra... The, is it rosemary or cilantro? I can never tell. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Cilantro is like... Side of mashed potatoes. No, Sub it for veggies if you want to. All right, I'm romanticizing about food right now when I should be focusing on beer. And the wrong greenery that goes on top of it. <laughs> yes. Basil. Basil. Thank you. Uh, I always get it wrong. Cilantro. They all look the same. They're all Baby, green. cilantro tastes more Spanish. For real, for real. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not biased. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. So, um, now... Right, so you were saying that... So, there are... But they're what they're doing is you, you order your food. DoorDash brings it to you. And um, what they're going to be doing is there's going to be five beers that are going to come in six packs, which wait, is wait, fantastic. Wait. So you're telling me that I can order some BJ's if I was in California and then have the option to select one of their five beers? Yes. Like to bring piranha. with me. No, no, no. They bring it to you right, at home. To, to bring it to me. Yes. So, And this is not something because normally BJ's is set up so that you have to go to the brewery. They, right. don't, they don't do growlers or anything no. like that, but you have to go to the, you have to go to the restaurant. Excuse me. You have to go to the restaurant to, to have their beers. Right. What makes this distinctive is they're bringing now, the beers to you. Right. So That's there's bomb. five of their beers, like the Piranha Pale Ale, probably the Tataka Stout. I would love to have a six pack of their Jeremiah Red. Yeah. Fantastic beer. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. It's been forever. But so if they're if they're canning five of their beers and you're getting a six pack, the only question is how much are they going to charge for that? Because you go to their restaurants, their beers are six and seven dollars, which is totally worth it for a pint. But six pack, uh, you know, Piranha Pale Ale, what are they gonna charge? They gonna charge you fifteen? They gonna charge you twenty? Twenty, I would pay. I think I would pay twenty because I would know the cost value. You know, you get an extra three or four beers there, but thirty bucks for a six pack, maybe not so much. Yeah, I don't think it'd be that high. We'll have to see. You have to see where. Well, it'd be five dollars a beer, which is kind of where they're at now. So, are they going to offset that and lower the cost? I mean, that's another question. But I yeah. think it's fantastic that they're trying this because I really and I really hope it takes off at that market. In in um, you know, it's going to affect uh, areas like San Jose, Cupertino, Newark, Dublin, San Mateo, San Bruno. All of which their restaurants are open from 11 a.m. till um, you know midnight. Wow! Which is fantastic. But you can order on their website. You can call. You can order from home on on the internet, and uh, or even hotel you know delivery and things like that. That's but, bomb. Uh, yeah, I mean the only other option would be can you mix and match your six packs? Because I would take three Tatanka stouts. I would take two Jeremiah Reds, and I would take a Piranha Pale Ale. Just saying. 
that that's what I would do. But I thought this was really neat. Hopefully the market does really well and they can expand it to all their other states that they're in because right now Florida doesn't have that option. But I'd be I would be hard pressed oh, not to order some parm chicken, some, some BJ's, <laughs> and have it delivered with beer. Maybe Uber. Uber Eats, will they bring it? Will Maybe. they bring me some beer? I'm down. Because that would be a great night if I could drink some drink some Jeremiah Red and watch a movie. So, really neat thing here. But uh, before we move on to our next story, let's finish. Are you already finished? I did, and oh. I rinsed up my glass quietly because oh. mm. I'm... Would you like some water? I would. So, folks, <clears throat> I have moved on from bottling, as I said, and pretty proud of that. Actually, you know, you, I started small last couple of months doing the one one gallon batches. Well, I'm still going to be doing the one gallon batches aside from the five gallon fermenter that I have going with another batch of the jalapeno uh, IPA. Yeah, but you know what? And we've been talking about this since you decided to move up. I'm <clears throat> your beers are going to change tremendously once you put them without these sugar tablets, like the jalapeno we just had. I still feel like it's really sugary, and I know it's because it was bottled with a sugar tablet. Yep. I know. Yep. That is why. And it sweetens it. I think it's going to... For gonna, sure. And it mellows down the flavor of the jalapeno. It mellows down the spice. Yeah. I really think watching, especially this is a perfect example, this beer that we're about to try right now. It's a perfect example. <clears throat> what I'm going to do, though, I got to... I gotta. So I bought a one-gallon uh, growler keg if you will, and the top comes connected with a CO2 cartridge as well as a tap handle. So it's a kegged beer. It's a one-gallon kegged beer. You get your little 16-gram uh, CO2 cartridge, screw it in, turn the knob, let a little bit of CO2 in. Now, what I've noticed with this, I'll give a little feedback for anybody out there. I got it on eBay. It was 100 bucks or 90 bucks. I think I told you it was like 90 bucks. Mm -hmm. It was like 100 after whatever. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> It was, hey, I it's went okay. over. It's okay. I bought $30 face cream. It was like $99. And you, you thought I bought it drunk. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, because I got the message last night <laughs> when you were like semi-tipsy. And I'm like, oh, she was <laughs> drinking and priming at the same time. I texted her today. I'm like, babe, did you order this? Did you drink I'm like, no, nah, I ordered it Monday night. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink and prime. Um, yes. So... You know, it's, it even comes like on a tap. You can let the CO2 out a little bit. So what we're going to do is we're going to get this down. Now, I what I did to force carve this, I took it up to 30, uh, 30 pounds uh, of pressure inside to force carve it, left it overnight. The next day, it was ready to go. But you want to make sure to release that because you don't want to be shooting your craft beer out at 30 PSI. Do not shoot your craft beer out at 30% PSI. Uh, what you want to do is let it down a little bit. So I'm actually going to... Bring that down to about five. Just let it chill for a second. Five to, to eight PSI is where you want to be. Really? Don't pour, go any higher than pour your beer out? Well, think about it. Pounds per square inch, there's not a lot of square inches in here. Firstly, it's just going to push that beer straight through the nozzle. It's going to come flying out. It's going to foam up, and we're not going to be able to drink this beer because it's going to be so foamy. Which, another thing out there... I just learned something new. Don't rinse freaking foam out of your glass let it settle for a second you don't see people people rinse foam which is no like they tilt it out because they want a fast pour it's just you're beer. wasting beer a lot of places do it so it drives me they're nuts just tilting their glasses you would never do that to a uh if, if somebody knows what they're doing right you would never do that to a guinness the foam needs to settle needs to come down a little bit so what i'm going to do is go ahead it might shoot out just a little bit so i'm just going to do that real quick still has some pressure in there yeah but it wasn't too bad 
Uh, so let's go ahead. We're going to let our foam settle a little bit before we share that beer now. But uh, super proud of this thing and can't wait to get my five-gallon keg hopefully this weekend. Yes, so, for sure. So a couple weeks ago, uh, <laughs> we haven't talked. I love this article. Bud Light. That's all I can say. Trying to just diss, maybe? I think total mockery. That's the word. Yeah. Trying Tom to, foolery. Tom foolery. In the craft beer life. Just just messing with stuff, man. They they had that commercial, if everybody saw it, uh, went from all these different crazy concoctions. You know, there was, a, there was, I think, like asparagus or rosemary stuck in a beer. There was a crab leg or a lobster tail stuck in a beer. Was it rosemary? It wasn't rosemary, was it? It sure as <clears> shit <throat> wasn't asparagus, Brian. Yes, yeah, well, it was rosemary I thought stuck so. in a beer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so... All, it could have been rosemary, or it could have been uh, asparagus. Asparagus, I mean, sure. So, but the reason they're doing this, and this is based on Nielsen data, is um, Bud Light is down 5.8% since in July. They were down 9.4% in June. Miller Corps uh, fell 0.8%, not, not that big, but then they dropped 5.4%. So they're seeing the effects of the craft beer industry and we've talked about it a couple of times. I feel like we've talked about it every every week that we've been on the crafting. Well, couple. I feel like they've done something big every other week for us to like to lash make out us at talk them. about them. Yeah. To to <laughs> protest on our podcast. And you know what's funny is because I just saw this video um before we, we started and we don't have cable. We are not a cable family. So we don't see the commercials that half of y'all see on televised um t- you know television. Yeah. You know, so I didn't even know that this even existed. This even existed till forty minutes ago, and I'm sitting there watching it. It's only thirty seconds, and I just started to kind of giggle because I'm just thinking, "What a holes!" Like, really? Well, if you really dissect it too, I mean, all these people that are watching this video, let's say they don't know about craft beer, they're wondering what the hell they're watching. Yeah. You know, they're not being sold. They're already sold on. Bud Light and Miller Light and things like that, which nothing against nothing. No. I got Miller Lights in the fridge. And I'm I love a good ice cold Bud Select. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like I would love to say I'm lying, but I'm not. I enjoy a nice Bud Select. It's and who doesn't like know, getting a twenty four pack for twenty bucks? I mean, I don't. I do. Yeah, for sure. Like I mean, that's you know, especially whenever you're just wanting that, or if you're no long cash. So like, it's not that I don't like. Or if you're watching your weight, you know, yeah, have a couple more lights I don't and like them. The cultures are better. I just kind of find them acting like big babies, like somebody else I know it's a that tantrum. does that a no, lot. I think I know who you're talking about. You probably do because it's not you. I totally know. Who you know exactly about. what I'm talking about. Yes. But like, they're just gonna stomp their feet and wow, 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 and make this jerk of a commercial. They're gonna talk crap about you about saying. <laughs> You are guaranteed only these four ingredients yeah. in your craft beer. Yeah, so that, that, that was their whole pitch. It was about, uh, you know, saying simple ingredients, water, rice, barley, and hops. Now, unless I'm wrong, they forgot yeast, but neither here nor there. Yeah, I don't um, know. Rice yeast, maybe. Yeah, that's what it was using. just... But, so, when I make my beer, guess what? There's only four ingredients, too. The same exact ingredients with yeast. The only difference in that is that I added some jalapenos or added yep. some flavors or, you know, I did something different. And that's what most craft beer breweries do because a lot of the flavors are coming from the grains of the beer anyway. They're not adding anything. Yeah. So maybe they add vanilla if it's a little vanilla flavor. Or like my espresso uh, coffee stout that I made that uh, had vanilla added and I had some, some espresso added. But at the same time, yeah, and, you know, and, I'm not doing anything crazy. Like the, the title of this 
article hammers out everything. You know, it's like the overwhelming, like Bud Light is the antidote to overwhelming craft beer selection. So I get it. It can be really overwhelming, especially if you're in like a, a new craft beer drinker trying to get into it and you walk into your craft, you walk into your beer section and you're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this existed. There's so many things. And as for me, like if, if I walk into a department store and all of their racks are out of order, it drives me nuts. So I can only imagine for somebody who might think like I do to walk into a, you know, the beer section and just be like, oh my gosh, what the F is this? But see, you Wait, shouldn't. So, I, I know. Yeah. Again, I think there's being big babies, but I get it. it. Yes, it can be overwhelming, but if you know what you're looking for, don't let it well, and you know, they're only gonna out. hurt. They're only gonna hurt themselves because yeah. they've been buying up all these craft beer breweries. Unless they're unless they're buying up these craft beer breweries to destroy them and right. to absorb the cost of the lost. Yeah. Or the cost of the loss. I was hoping you said that like perfectly the first time. You know, then then that's what their attempt is. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, we didn't just travel through two thousand years or so from ancient Egypt with you know beers without having evolution of beer. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry that we have an evolution of beer right now, which is hitting the markets. It's growing markets that were, you know, uh, well, not you even saw in our in New York in the New York Post exactly. exactly. So why they're why they're you know shamming this? I mean, it's just not cool. No. You know, don't shame the game. No, don't shame the game. That's what I say. Do you know what it's like? What's like? This article reminds me of what our daughter does. <laughs> 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 or what you do all or deal with all day. Or what I deal with all day long. All, all right. right. So our foam is simmered down now. Yes, it's perfect. And it's perfect. Cheers. Now this is uh, this is the one. So this is I don't even know what to call it. It is a jalapeno smoked porter, and I love it. And I know you've had it, and I think it's gotten better this entire week. And I this love one, it so much. this one has more heat on the back end. Now that's what the sugar's not letting come through on the jalapeno IPA, the wildfire. This is a smoked porter. You're getting the porter consistency. You're getting the the smokiness of the and the aroma of the the grains, and then you're getting the jalapeno on the back end. It is so good, absolutely phenomenal. There, oh, pretty sure I've said oh, three times already. Speechless, and you, you feel it on a tongue. So, and this is what I was talking about after we had the, the first beer was that it's with with Ryan brewing. Now, in in pouring it into the keg, is gonna take I think his his craft to a whole whole another level. Like this is I love smoked beers, as y'all know. I love spicy things, mm. as y'all know. But like this is the color is so dark, like a porter. It's got this amazing flavor, but the spice is spicy. But it's not like oh, I can't drink anymore. It's like you want to go. Brown, and nice then if brown you, head too. If you swish it around, yeah. yeah, a beautiful brown head. You swish it around your mouth for a few seconds. You really need to pick up that smoke. You really pick up that spice. And I think now it might be having, some spice. It might be too spicy for some. Oh, for sure. So like, Dad. He didn't your like dad it. didn't like it. But my dad's a normal Miller Lite drinker. Yes. He's not a craft beer. He no. likes his pineapple. He likes his pineapple beers, but I had him come over and he wasn't a fan. Now, it's this one's a lot more jalapeno, and I use the same amount of jalapeno as I do in the IPA. Yep. But. Um, I think you're going to show this to Tim on uh, yeah, Friday, and he's going to be like, Tim, oh, let's this finish beer. this off right now. And then let's brew a big 55-gallon batch of it. That would be phenomenal. For sure. For sure. I'm so proud of That'd be awesome. That was great. I want to answer this in the competitions. Oh, you should. I think it's delicious. Agreed. So, uh very smoky. The aftertaste too. It's wonderful. You it's just want more. It's very smoky, but it's like not. You not. know what I want to pair this with? 
right now? Those lime chips. We don't have any, but those Tostitos oh, limes. Oh my god, you have How awesome so would that be? I think that would be phenomenal. You got the smokiness, the jalapeno. I think it would just taste good. The nice or nachos. The chili. Mm, well, that's a little too, com- you know, that's not contrasting. That's like clashing. No. So I was thinking the heat with the smoke and then the lime to, 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 to I mean, I could be wrong. I'm no, I'm no genius. I don't know. I think it would taste really good with some cheese, something cheesy. Ooh, cheesy. Like a, like one of Maria's tortillas with cheese. Mm, a nice, yeah. fresh, homemade tortilla. What did we cook the other day? I can't remember. I cooked, We cooked something. We had a glass of this. but I don't know. It was yum. Jalapeno smoked porter. Definitely going to be one of my staples when I... So this is up. why we were not able to try out the cooking segment from our last show because we yeah. were kind of wrapped up in... And I bought this keg. Yeah, he got kind of expanding into his... And I bought the other th- the other stuff for the five-gallon fermenter. Yeah, so Ryan spent a lot of money. I kind of... Well, but... But justified. Oh, baby, for sure. So... We have another really. Um, oh, the article. Yes, the article. Yes. We have another which which talks about something we want to do, something that we want y'all to do because yeah, I'm gonna let you this we one. are you because know summer is almost is, ending and this is kind of our our middle finger to Bud Light's commercial. Yeah, and this is the the title of this is called "Cool Off with a Craft Beer Float." Why not? It's summer still. Quote unquote, so much beer in so little time. Absolutely. Um, is the new mantra of craft beer lovers everywhere. It says, We enjoy our favorite brew before dinner and during dinner, as well as adding it to many of our favorite recipes, such as chili and barbecue sauce. But have you thought about combining ice cream and craft beer for dessert this summer? Um, this is <clears throat> so cool. I have actually, I have randomly thought about this. Why haven't we done it? I don't know. We should. No, we, we, we are. Mark my words right now, podcast listeners. Ashley and Ryan are going to try out some set, some of these, some of our own concoctions, and we're even going to post them on Ryan's Twitter and my Instagram story, um, or my or my Instagram page, and y'all can watch, and we'll show you the 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 the, the craft beer floats that we create. And and so this article does show you how to make a couple of For really sure. cool craft yes. ones. We, in process, came up with a couple of ideas of our own. Yes. So the first one, I think, it was actually mentioned in the article. Right. Um, and, and what does it tell us about what, what's your ideal base to, to make a craft beer? Beer? A craft beer float. Porters yes. and stouts. Porters you and stouts. You probably don't want to try doing a craft beer float with an IPA. Or with a Miller Lite. No. Not a pale ale. Mm-mm. Or a lager. No. Or a Pilsner. Probably be good. It's going to be really, um, it's not going to hit that palate. You're not going to get, you want something with some chocolatey notes to it. You want something with a little darkness, right. a little richness, coffee. a little vanilla. Yeah. So, first one right off the bat. Oh, the first thing I way, thought of, yes. What better way to have a, 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 a float. A craft root beer float. With a not your father's root yeah. beer and some vanilla. Uh, yeah, couldn't agree more with that. I think that would just be absolutely delicious. That's probably delicious. the easiest one, though. For sure. I I, I think if you're going <clears> to <throat> try it out and you're, you want to try it but you're too afraid, it's going to be like icky. Very sugary. Very sugary. Well, it depends on your vanilla ice cream, though. If, if you're you buying do, a nice... Okay, so you could do a nice, soft... It's, it does say don't do yogurts and things. No, you got to use a good, for real yeah. ice cream, ice cream. Get the top Publix of the line. premium. Yeah, get top of the line ice cream that you can buy either some Bluebell... 
Yeah. I mean, I'm a bluebell lover. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I'm sexy. Yeah, nothing wrong bomb. with that. Um, but try not to go sherbet. Don't don't do sherbet. No, you can't do sherbet. Don't That's do sherbet. But vanilla. Yes. With the not your father's is probably the perfect classic way to go. And it's make your get kids you twisted. Make your kids a root beer float. Make yourself and not your father's root beer float. You can be like, kids, you can't have this. That Don't even so try. Delicious. One of uh, my favorite off, uh, you know, one-offs, every now and then if I see it, I'll have it. Wells Banana Beer. I've never tried this before. It's so good. Really? Yeah, it's got the banana. F- it's a banana bread flavored beer. Oh, man, that sounds so like bomb. I said banana, and I was like, what kind of ice cream... Ashley said strawberry. I said strawberry. That's kind of like, that reminds me of a banana split. Like banana right split. There. Sounds all day delish. long. Yep. How can you not? So that Add one Add cherry good. on top with a little whipped cream. It'd be perfect. Now you're getting fancy. Yes, right. You're getting fancy. Just take a shake, Rosie. <clears throat> Suck it. <laughs> Suck it, bud. Like, um, Breckenridge Vanilla Porter. Donnie, I know you like this one. So shout out to you. I said coffee. Or no. What did you say? I you said, said You coffee. said coffee ice cream. I said mint. You said hell no. I said yuck. I was like, Ugh. I was like, all right, screw it. I'm not gonna lie. We 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 we've tried a few of those mint beers. It's something I cannot. It's stomach. heavier. It's it's different. It's a you can only do it with dark beers. It's just oh, different. It's Tim just makes not. a really good mint beer though. I will say that. Tim. No, I didn't like I, it. I liked it. I'm just. Saying. I know. Well, I think I I was. It was it. mellow. It wasn't too minty. I think there's just some things that don't belong in beer. I think mint's one of them. I'm sorry. A lot of mint, like peppermint patty mint. I just don't think that's yummy. I think if you have a mint beer, it's meant to make your breath a little fresher. I think it's well, meant to go with my lamb chops that I'm having. Mint sauce. Yes, mint meat. Continue on. Um, so, Breckenridge Vanilla Porter coffee, maybe an espresso beer, which you want me to brew again? Yeah, that'd be great with, w- w- that'd be great with, again, a vanilla, and then we have the, the pumpkin beer, like, again, I love, from Craft Life, so I, I love vanilla, his. But I think there's got to be something different with, I mean, vanilla's winning the list. It's like you can put anything in these dark beers, but I even said the last no. Yeah, you did. I think the last snow and vanilla would be phenomenal. You got the coconut oh, yeah. coming off the the bowl, if you will. Yeah. Or well, you know, probably have, you probably would you put it in a bowl or would you put it in a glass? I guess a root beer float goes in a glass, right? Yeah, baby, they do Pine not glass. go in bowls. Sorry, I was thinking ice cream and I just got yeah. got sidetracked. Yeah, you did. Got totally distracted. <laughs> I love milk. So um, <laughs> our <clears throat> our goal for ourselves and our goal for you is we want we really want our listeners to. To try and either try one of these craft root beer floats or, you know, craft beer floats. Yeah. and Oh, wait. Last snow and cookie dough ice cream. That's what I want to try. Then that should be what you would. That should be what, what you do. But I got to get it. I don't know if it's out yet. It's probably not out yet. It's probably all gone. It's probably all gone. But um, definitely try it out. Let us know what you think. and Have fun with your craft. And beer. enjoy the last few weeks of summer. So that's the better so, way to... Oh, is it still cold? We have one. This is perfect temperature. We have one more beer to uh, to talk about tonight, and this one comes from the brewery that we sh- that we talked about last time on the podcast, which was the Wild Rover. Yes. Um, Wild Rover. I went there on their one year anniversary at their new location. It was fantastic. Uh, it was still early. I think I was the first patron. Well, not patron, but yeah, customer. early as in Ryan was there by eleven, <laughs> only because he was at one errands. I had stuff to do, and I wanted to make sure I went and showed some love. When people love you and and sh- not shower you with beer, but you know, make good beer and they're nice to you and stuff like that. You know, you want to go in, you want to try their stuff. Well, this one, this bottle that I picked up is one of their. Before I crack it, I got to turn it to the side. It is called the Shadow on the Sun, which aptly for this week. Fits. 
The eclipse. Exactly. The 2017 eclipse. Won't be another one for many, many years like that. But if anybody out there saw it, hopefully you didn't look up uh, in direct light. I got to see it. I got uh, a selfie with the sun. I didn't have glasses, so I used my reverse camera. I got a selfie with the with the sun during the eclipse, which was pretty cool. And um, you but you got to see I it. Did. What was that like? It was just it was just really neat. Like I, I love space. <laughs> I, I'm terrified of space, but it was really neat just being able to experience it. Our, one of our coworkers from the academy brought over a pair of sunglasses, and she went around all of our side and let us borrow the glasses. Even if it was just, I I only gazed at it for maybe six seconds with the glasses on, but it was just really cool, and I'm super glad I got to experience it. That's for sure. So Sorry. this beer, and it is a blend of three bourbon barrel aged beers. The, an imperial stout, a barley wine, and a scotch ale. So it's three different types of barrel-aged beers all rolled up into one. Oh, you may not like this. This may not, this might be a rich beer. This may not get finished. Oh no, it's not getting finished. It's 9.45. This might not get finished till like midnight. It's like a bottle of wine. <laughs> it's muddy, and I love that. It's... Definitely a sipper. Ooh, boy. Full of flavor. Oh, it's, it's delicious. Talk about shadow on the sun. How about shadow on your tongue just with oh, dark friggin' yeah. flavors just pounding that tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Those dark, rich flavors just pounding your tongue. Yes. Mm. No. Finishes, finishes really nice and dry, though. Very dry. It's almost like... It's not like it's drinking like wine. wine. No, but, but it's, it's like... it's fine like wine. Yeah. Like mm. that. You're totally right. If we were going to finish this bottle, it would take us... Oh, my God. You know what, though? This is refreshingly good because it's not overpowering with the barrel. I know they're all bourbon barrel aged, but I think three different combinations. I think the stout really tones it down. Um, and, I mean, it's just... I wonder how they made this. <clears throat> Well, they made all three of those beers, and then they barrel-aged them together. So they just made each beer individually? So and each then... of these beers are their normal beers that they have, you know, either on cask or on tap. And what they did is they barrel-aged them all together. So, so they, they all, made it in a big pot. They all, they all got, yeah, they all got Individually made. made. <clears throat> and then they were, then they probably put some on keg and, and, some, and, you know, to tap them. And then they took out a select amount, and they, they barrel-aged. probably tried and... Combined. It's, it's very rich. Very. It's not like a... Well, you you haven't had this, but to, to people out there that are listening, it's not like a uh, Bourbon County by any means because it's, it's not as thick. A Bourbon County is thick, like almost like mud and oil. Um, and But it's got that same sort of richness to it because... I don't know. Lot. This reminds me of drinking liquor. It's very licorice. No, not oh, licorice. No, I know. Like, liquor. Not like licorice. Oh, like liquor-ish. Like ish Like with the I-S-H. Yeah, I get, I, I get you. Not licorice. Hyphen I-S-H. No, yeah. Hyphen I-S-H, yes. Uh, oh, my oh, God. Oh, number two. I'm so sorry. Excuse me, Oh, y'all. my God. No, it was it was good. So we enjoyed it. Shout out to mm. Wild Rover. Fantastic job. You can find... You get every flavor, uh, though. You get every flavor. You get stout first, then you get the scotch ale, then you get the barley wine on the end. Just so you know, it flows very nicely. It slides. It's it slides across the sun like 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 the moon did. It's this like week. a shadow on the sun. Like a shadow on the sun. But Good job. A, next time, shadow on the tongue. No, <laughs> um, folks, it's been wonderful talking to you. 
We hope you enjoyed the, the last 40 minutes of your life with us. Uh, let us know what kind of concoctions you've come up with for your, you know, your, your beer floats and yes, things like that. Yes, legit being serious. I <clears throat> want y'all to go out there and try them. Somebody please try them. We're going to try yes. at least one or two um, over the next two weeks. And y'all out there in California, make sure you order some BJ's. Yeah, and, and have it. And have it delivered have to your it house. Have it delivered to your house. Ryan, where can they find you? They again. can find me on Twitter at broodboy813 and Instagram. Oh, yeah. Where Same I, thing. Good for you. Where can I find you, Ashley? Um, Ashley Margit, A-S-H-L-E-Y-M-A-R-G-I-T on the IG. So, mm. thanks so much. Have a great night, guys. I know where I am. <laughs> Uh-oh. I can't stop it. God, I don't want my phone. I can't stop You've been it. listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers.